What's going on, everyone? Before we get to this week's quick solo episode on the podcast, I just want to remind you that uh, our off-market multifamily deals course is live. Uh, we've had over 100 people work through the program, and we are receiving all kinds of positive feedback, both from investors who have grown their off-market deal pipeline and are making offers, uh, from investors who have gotten deals under contract using the strategies that we teach in the course, and, um, and just in general, the content in there has helped a lot of folks really take charge of their deal flow, especially now when there is an ever-growing bid-ask spread on marketed deals and, and just finding deals through brokers and uh, on the market is just becoming harder than it ever has been um, with the you know, dropping inventory and the uh, ever-growing distance between sellers' expectations and where buyers want to be. So taking charge of your deal flow, whether that's developing really um, deep and effective relationships with brokers and other deal finders, whether that's going direct to seller using the strategies we talk about, or whether that's doing a combination of both. Um, I think that we have all kinds of content in this course that's applicable to you and your situation if you are a multifamily investor that's looking to do this. So uh, if you haven't checked it out, um, be sure to do so. Multifamilywealtheducation.com slash off market, all one word, if you want to learn more about it. But let's get to this week's episode on the podcast. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Multifamily Wealth Podcast. And this week's quick solo episode, I want to talk about delegation. Uh, and I'm going to talk about it pretty briefly here, but I've been thinking about, um, you know, how to how to kind of talk about delegation as it relates to a real estate business. And I think so many real estate investors out there get into the business to invest in real estate. Um, and by the definition of that, I mean they want to buy some deals, place some of their money. And, uh, and, you know, own a property for five to seven years and maybe sell it, maybe hold it longer, what have you, right? But they're not really thinking about like building a business or hiring. And I think it takes a while for the average investor that really has a goal of making their real estate investing career into more of a business, uh, realize that delegation is such a critical part of growing that business. And, um, you know, I, I wanted to talk about the three levels of delegation that I see. Uh, within a real estate business and you know at what unit counts or at what portfolio size it makes sense to start um, you know delegating some of these things and just how investors should think about delegation in their business and as it relates to the growth of their business so I look at delegation at, at kind of three levels and the first level we have the vendor outsourcing level the second level we have um, hiring internally to just take basic tasks off of your plate and then at the third and highest level, it's hiring people internally in your business that own an entire pillar in your business, really own a, a whole function within your real estate business, whether that's acquisitions, uh, whether that's raising money, whether that's asset management or operations, et cetera. So let me start with just outsourcing as that first level. Now, I think that everybody should start outsourcing as much of their business as soon as they possibly can because you want to be buying your time back to go and focus on finding deals first and foremost and then finding capital, whether that's private lenders, whether that's equity investors, whatever you're doing. And when I say outsourcing, I mean hiring vendors to take over some of the things that you're probably doing in your business, right? And some examples of this are hiring a property management company to manage your properties, Hiring a mortgage broker to help you find debt when you're under contract on a new property. Um, it could be hiring a bookkeeper to handle your bookkeeping. It could be, you know, hiring, uh, you know, just outsourcing some of the actual maintenance work in your portfolio. And this is, you know, I should have mentioned this at the top, but if you're still changing your water heaters and mowing the lawn, like, you know, get that off of your plate. It's not a good use of your time as a real estate investor. 
And uh, you would be surprised at how many different things can be outsourced um, to vendors, right? And, and, and it can really simplify your business in terms of what you need to focus on. So for me, you know, I kind of think of this as like that zero to 50, zero to 75 units. Um, really everything that you're outsourcing or delegating is going to be to vendors, but that's the, that's the size in which you should be prioritizing that. Um, and you should be doing it as, as soon as you get to eight, 10 units, 12 units, right? This should be something that you do very early in your business is start hiring some vendors to get these things off your plate. Now, the second level of delegation that I see is hiring somebody in a more consistent internal capacity to take tasks off of your plate. Let's say you're active on social media and you could have this person brainstorming topics for you and, um, and writing blog posts and posting on Instagram, on LinkedIn, et cetera. Um, this person could be helping you with acquisitions. They could be going out there and finding data, scrubbing data, sending emails on your behalf, maybe cold calling on your behalf. This person could just be a general admin assistant for your life, right? They could take some things off your personal plate and take some things off of the business side, you know, and this could be a virtual assistant at 20 to 40 hours a week, you know, at five to $7 an hour, or it could be somebody who's local to the, you know, the U S assuming you're in the U S that's more W two or part-time depends on what you need them for. But this is someone that you are teaching how to do tasks. Oftentimes they're recurring in nature and they're consistent. And then you're putting that on their plate on a regular basis. And you're buying a percentage of your weekly time back in a much more consistent capacity. Now, you know, I think that an investor should start doing this sooner than they think they need to, because usually folks just wait too long, myself included, and they just wait too long to bring in internal help. Um, and it depends on what your business looks like. If you're somebody that's doing a lot of direct to seller marketing, you're probably gonna want to make this hire sooner versus somebody that is just taking down a couple of deals a year and, and they work with a couple of local brokers to do so. Now, from a portfolio size standpoint, you know, this is around that 50 to 75 to 150 units. That's where you have enough cash flow typically coming in to, to pay for somebody like this. And your business is reaching a scale and a size where if you want to keep growing it at the pace that you have been, you probably need some help, right? You need somebody to take some things off your plate. Now, lastly, we have the third and highest level of delegation, and that is a full-time US-based, you know, somebody that is experienced and understands real estate to own a specific part of your business, right? This could be an asset manager that every time you get a deal under contract, your asset manager is going to oversee the business plan implementation. They're going to review the financial reports and they're going to do everything that, you know, an asset manager should do to make sure that a property is performing up to the budget, up to the pro forma, et cetera. This could be someone that is going to completely own your acquisitions process. They are going to cold call all of the owners. They're going to take the inbound calls from all your direct mail. They're gonna reach out to brokers on a weekly basis to continue solidifying those relationships. They're gonna network with other key investors in your marketplace that could potentially be JV partners. Um, they're going to work through the transaction, right? They're gonna help source the debt. They're gonna help work through due diligence. You know, that's somebody that's going to own a process, you know, own a, a, a function within your business. This could be a director of marketing. If you're doing a ton of marketing, whether that's direct to seller or whether that's to find investors or to grow an online platform, um, somebody that's going to own all your email marketing your social marketing, your paid marketing, if you're doing anything like that, um, you know, somebody that's going to brainstorm topics, somebody that's going to manage your podcast, like whatever it is, right? Somebody that is going to take an entire pillar of the business off of your plate and they're going to own the results for that pillar. Now, this is where you need to start getting to a portfolio size of 150 to 200 plus units, depending on your market. You know, you got to be generating multi six figures annually in terms of portfolio income net to the business to really afford somebody like this. Um, the unit counts I mentioned are just, you know, 
like I'm using almost Northeast unit counts, right? Where average units are hundred to you know 150 K a door. If you're in Toledo, you know, and the average unit is 50, 60 grand, probably going to need more units to, to make these hires. But in general, I think that they're good anchors for you to think about when you should start at least having the delegation discussion internally um, and at least start thinking about that part of the process. So again, the three levels of delegation are outsourcing to vendors, hiring internally for tasks that are more admin level, and then hiring internally to own certain uh, pillars or, or certain uh, departments within your business. And again, you should start doing the vendor piece as soon as you possibly can. You should be hiring people to help with tasks once you get to that 50 to 75 unit marks. And then right when you hit 150 to 200, you should be thinking about hiring someone to own a pillar of your business if you're looking to invest back into your business and fuel your future growth. Because again, we want to focus on finding deals and finding money. So I hope this episode was was a, was a value add for all the folks that listened. And again, if you haven't left a rating and review for the podcast, please do so. I always appreciate it. And, uh, and they help the show get noticed by more folks. But thanks again for listening. And I'll catch you guys next week.